Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Janet. And I'm Helen. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of ABG. Now that we are fully in holiday season and your Christmas decorations that went up in early November finally make sense to the rest of the neighborhood, we wanted to bring up a topic that we've experienced our whole lives celebrating Western holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas as Asians. For our parents or grandparents' generations, and even for more recent immigrants to the U.S., these holidays can serve to highlight an otherness, a seemingly insurmountable distance that still needs to be traveled for true assimilation. Whether our families serve duck instead of turkey during Thanksgiving or have a good old spicy hot pot going, these are all traditions that we've experienced as second-generation Asian Americans, towing the line between our Eastern and Western cultures and facing the generational differences within our families at the dinner table. To jump into this topic, we asked our parents what they first thought of Thanksgiving when they heard about the holiday and why they decided to hold Thanksgiving and Christmas as traditions for the family. So we'll start with a clip from our moms and dads. First up, we have Helen's mom, Mama Woo! Hi, Mom. Welcome to the Asian Boss Girl podcast. This is your first time on here. Hi, thank you for having me on. <laughs> so you might recognize my mom's voice if you follow our YouTube channel at Asian Boss Girl. I did a Chinese steamed fish cooking video with my mom, and she was amazing. So many of you wanted more Hoisan content, which is our native language. My mom is from Hoiping, China. Right, Mom? Yes. Hoiping. Hoiping. Which is in the Guangdong area, about two hours from Guangzhou. So throughout this little interview, my mom's going to be doing a mix of Hoi San Hua and English. Okay, so mom, I want to ask you, when you first moved to the U.S., how old were you? Nige soya. Nige si plam loy. Yi keo pat le nin si bing wu de loya hoi. Okay, so you were 23, 1984. Do you remember the very first time you heard about Thanksgiving and what went through your head? Because Thanksgiving is a very American tradition, right? I know you didn't celebrate that in China. When was the first time you heard about it? When I just come here, it's four days past Thanksgiving, but I still hear from the family members talking about Thanksgiving. And I call this day four guy did. 
Yes. So you heard about Thanksgiving from other family members who are already in the U.S. And we call this full guy Turkey Day. Turkey Day. So why was it important for you to celebrate this holiday? So people, Toysanese people will have a saying, do as the locals do. What, is, what does that mean? Do as the locals do. Uh, okay, for example... Uh, so when you first go into someone's house, you have to greet them, say hello. And Also, whenever you go into a temple, you have to uh, light incense and uh, buy scene. <laughs> so another another one the ham do yip yang chui tak la so ni da hai do as local do. Mm so the last one is so these are uh sayings amongst the amongst our Toysanese people that I am just learning now along with all of you and the last one is do as the locals do. So a lot of traditions that we hold within ourselves and um this is one that she brought with her to America. So why did you think that it was important for you to celebrate uh, the holiday? So do as the locals do, but what made you uh, celebrate? Why did you want to celebrate Thanksgiving? Because you and your sister born here, grow here. Education is also here. So have a culture background here. So for you, I want to keep this traditional holiday. And also, um, so, Toys and people also call this, what was that? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve? Law fans, New Year's Eve. Americans, New Year's Eve. Yeah, because, um, so all of the Chinese restaurants close on Thanksgiving Day. The supermarkets supermarket supermarket too. Yeah, all, all closed. So um, uh, it's the best day for a family reunion. Oh, and this is because because our our cousins had a Chinese restaurant and they, they closed. And I think a lot of places in Boston also closed. I think sometimes I see, sometimes they are open, right? You see Hoi Mon. In Boston, uh, I don't think so. They all, every, everything closed. And it's the only day of the year mm-hmm. that, that it's closed. The mm-hmm. Hoasang uh, in Mahai, it's called New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Because New Year's Eve for Chinese, it's very really important. Mm. For everybody, I um, find okay, uh, family, Hon Tui. What's Family that? reunion. Oh, okay. Why is it not Chinese New Year Eve? Why is it Thanksgiving? Because um, Chinese New Year Eve, um, go go in to Tan Kun, Nangani, go go to Wan Yo, Fan Kung. So all of the so people on uh, Chinese New Year Eve still need to go to work. Yeah, so you know, usually in a Chinese New Year, uh, uh, they cannot family reunion at uh, exactly at the uh, Chinese New Year Eve Day. Mm. So sometimes uh, a lot of family and celebrate the New Year Eve Day uh, before oh. before that day. So Thanksgiving would be the time, the holiday to celebrate a New Year's Eve where everyone would close down and come together for a big family reunion. Interesting. I didn't know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what foods do you find important to make during Thanksgiving? Of course, turkey. 
turkey will be on the table, but nobody like it. <laughs> uh, I like it. I don't think you like it. <laughs> so, so only yeah, will be on the table, but just touch a little bit. <laughs> so, so uh, all all leftover. The next day we will make with the konchi mikjuk. Mm, yes, turkey jok. Turkey jok. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that that stuff is good. Yeah, we usually have chicken. We usually and, have Yeah, we have chicken. And uh, duck. Everybody eat chicken instead <laughs> of turkey <laughs> and duck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, chicken is more moist and yummy. <laughs> so what is your family tradition now for Thanksgiving? 30 years later from when you first moved to America. Um, I still go go find a girl. Everyone still comes Everyone comes to our house, yeah. For family reunion. And I am the only one who cooks the food. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Actually, yeah, you do cook most of the food. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I think you're in the kitchen the night before prepping, and then you wake up really early in the morning to start cooking because we only have one oven for everything. Yes. No, before that, I'm the only one, but lately, okay, so now, every, now everyone brings something. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because usually we have a lot a lot of food on the table. I'm always like, how did you cook all of this in one day? It's crazy. So what about for other holidays like Christmas? Do you remember celebrating Christmas in China? No, never. Mm. And did you only hear about it first in the U.S.? No, we hear about Christmas in China, but we never celebrate it. Mm. For Christmas, celebrate it is the mean for me is only buying toys for the kid, make them happy. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a headache to buy toys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to buy the toys and what they like. And usually, I give them hong bao. Instead, the toys you will find your hong bao in the sock. <laughs> so the a hong bao is a red envelope filled with money. Um, yeah, I think you also only gave me hong bao as a kid. Now that I think about it, I think I've talked about, uh, I remember I got like a wooden horse, like a very small wooden horse when I was a kid. That one is from my co-worker. <laughs> so you didn't even buy that one? That was from your co-worker? My co-worker gave me and, and I said, oh, Christmas for my kid. <laughs> but and then from that on, I buy some toys for you guys. Okay. And Hong Bao also. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Okay, this is this is all really interesting information. I don't know if anyone else out there has parents who just gives you hong bao for Christmas, but hey, that's how we get you know start our bank accounts. We got some monies in the bank instead and, of toys. And I don't know why at home you guys have a whole house of toys. Who Annie? Uh, yeah, you and Annie. <laughs> Where does oh. it come from? Oh wait, wait, oh our house when yeah. we were younger, where uh-huh. all the toys come from? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so it's from Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So you bought us Christmas and gave us home bows. I <laughs> have Well, thanks, Mom, for being on our podcast. You're welcome. If you want to hear more from my mom, let us know. Because <laughs> apparently she listens to uh, our podcast and watches our YouTube videos. I saw on her YouTube search 
all Asian boss girl in Wang Fu. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom watches. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything though. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> when I have time. <laughs> Please you watch everything. Okay. Thanks, mom. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Helen, your mom is like the sweetest. How was it interviewing your mom for the first time for the podcast? She was so like awkward and uncomfortable. Actually, we pr- we're probably going to cut out the beginning part where she didn't know how to introduce herself. So we went through that like three times to just say, hi, it's nice to be on this podcast. Because she was just like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, mom, say more than that. But um, she was, I feel like she was a little nervous at first. And then as we were talking, she started opening up and her her jokes started coming out. So now y'all know where I get my humor from. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. I felt like she didn't sound nervous at all. Like her voice was so balanced and like mm-hmm. soothing. And she has, yeah, she has like this, like, I feel like when I hear her voice, I can see the smile on her face. Like, you know, she Aww. has one of those voices where you can hear, you, you can hear like the, yeah, the happiness in the voice. And I actually really loved hearing her speak um, Toysonese. Like, mm. I think that that is, because that's a reflection of our real conversations with their parents, right? It's like usually a combination of like a native language and English. So hearing right. that back and forth, it just felt very like nostalgic to me, like of conversations Aww. I have with my parents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, no, I think usually I will uh, intersperse more Toysonese with my English when I speak to my mom, but for purposes of this podcast, I had to translate and make sure that my English was good. <laughs> so yeah, that that is how we talk though. It's like it's like a mix of Toysonese and and English. Um, mm. And yeah, I'm like, mom, you can speak English. Just do it all in English. And she just felt more comfortable in Toysonese. So um, I guess what if that was like a first in all of the podcasting world where we have Hoi San Wa on a podcast. Hey, yeah. yes, all my Toysonese. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, hearing your mom talk about her experience, though, with, like, either, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas is really interesting. Like, I feel like I actually, like, resonated with a lot of what she said. I thought it was really interesting when she came to came over at 23, and when you asked her about, you know, what did you think about the holiday? She's like, oh, yeah, Turkey Day. Like, that's a, a – instead of Thanksgiving, yeah. it's called Turkey Day. Yeah. You know? It's – yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how um, important just the symbolism of turkey is on Thanksgiving right. Day. Um, and hearing her talk about that, it's funny because I actually – don't notice the turkey on the table. Sometimes people ask me, mm. you know, does your family make turkey? I'm like, no, I don't think we do. But there actually is always turkey on the table. But I think my mom now just makes a really small portion of it and just like puts it off to the side, knowing that no one's going to touch the turkey. And then the chicken and everything else is the highlight of our Thanksgiving. That was mm. funny to hear her say that part where she's like, I'll make it, but no one touches it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that like she talked about her um, introduction to the concept of Thanksgiving, referring a lot to the symbol of the turkey. Right. Mm. But then when she was talking about her actual like the experience of celebrating it, there was so much emphasis on family and gathering. Mm-hmm. And that was something that from the perspective of Asian culture is like something that makes a lot of sense as to what we relate to, right? When it comes mm-hmm. to holidays, you know, for me, the part that really warmed my heart was when your mom says the saying of "do as the locals do," and she said that you know, since both you and your sister are born here, she really want to keep that traditional holiday alive for you both. And I, for me, just like man, like I really like admired that respect of the American culture our parents have. Even it's like they had assimilated this culture that maybe in some ways went through hardships in it, but they wanted to pass this culture along to our kids, to their kids, you know? I think something about that is kind of incredible. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that just adds upon all the different struggles of assimilation too when you go into a different country where you kind of want to give your kids the experience of the world that they grow up in. And I actually, I I feel like that's a difficult thing, especially for uh, new immigrants slash second generation is this whole concept of assimilation. Do you try and assimilate your kids? Don't teach them the language. Just have them grow up as like, pure you know american one one identity or do you try and teach them a language and try to push that identity onto them so that was always interesting to me when i I looked at my other friends and um as kids you know if they were fully assimilated now as adults they're like damn i wish i learned the language Mm -hmm. and even for us that is something that i worry about in the future for my kids I'm like, I don't want you to fully assimilate. I want you to learn your Chinese language and keep that the traditions alive. You know, I don't want yeah. it to end with me, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's also interesting to hear, like, because, you, you know, we talked about Thanksgiving, but also Christmas. And we talk about how do you, like, kind of assimilate American cultural holidays, the significance of why you celebrate the holiday, like, how do you pass that on to your children, right? Like, when she was saying, oh, for Christmas, it felt like it was just about buying toys for kids. Mm -hmm. And I like that for her, that that was something that she reflected on and was like, okay, um, that explains why perhaps Thanksgiving and the concept of family was something that uh, maybe our parents' generation tag on to more than Christmas because of the mm-hmm. fact that there's that importance of like family versus Christmas is, you know, there's a religious component and then also in terms of celebration, it seems more like commerce driven maybe. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Twenty twenty. I've been in jeans and formal pants a lot less this year and find myself gravitating toward more comfortable materials. Recently, I started incorporating Spanx into my everyday wardrobe. Many of us know and love Spanx for their shapewear, but plot twist, Spanx is more than just shapewear. My favorite Spanx style is their faux leather leggings, which were recently awarded like to know its most loved fashion item of 2020. Spanx faux leather leggings are a closet staple that you can dress up or down no matter the occasion. They're classy, but also a little edgy and made with incredible quality. It's no wonder they sell out every year. Spanx leggings are also uniquely sewn to be center seam free to avoid that annoying accidental camel toe, which is a detail that I really appreciate. They're available in four styles, including fan favorite motto, faux camo, and quilted for a sleek look that's ultra comfortable. And each style is offered in sizes extra small to 3X, petite, regular, and tall. Spanx is a brand that was created by women for women and is dedicated to elevating women through innovative, game-changing products and beyond. And that's something that we at Asian Boss Girl are definitely in support of. For 10% off your order plus free shipping and returns, visit spanx.com abg. That's S-P-A-N-X dot abg. And use the code ABGXSpanx for 10% off today. If you're looking for a holiday gift for your little ones this season, take a look at KiwiCo. KiwiCo empowers kids to explore, create, and learn with hands-on science and art projects delivered monthly. Both my family's kiddos and Janet's have tried out these kits, and both the kids and parents love how interactive and engaging these activities are. My nieces and nephews recently received the Solve With Me Panda Crate, which had an emphasis on shapes, puzzles, and problem-solving. The box came with a wooden peg for triangles and squares and circles, and there was also a lacing bead for the kids to lace shapes through and look at the patterns they created. This was a great way, especially for Riley, who's under two, to learn her shapes. It's hard to find new creative ways to keep the kids busy while stretching their brain, especially now. But with different crates for kids of all ages, there's something for every kid on your list. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid, or 
kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code ABG at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code ABG. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I really appreciated my mom coming onto the podcast and and making her intro debut, which is nice. But let's hear from your dad, Janet. You interviewed your dad for this one, right? Yes. First time Papa Wang is on a podcast. (laughs) Woohoo! Papa Wang! Let's go. Let's play it. (laughs) So this episode, we're talking about what it's like celebrating Western holidays as like an Asian person. So Mm -hmm. um, specifically because we just had Thanksgiving. So we wanted to ask our parents because you guys came here, you know, you grew up in, um, in Taiwan and then Mm -hmm. wondering if like what your kind of experience was coming to the U S and then kind of like learning about Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, to Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like did you have Thanksgiving in Taiwan or was like your first time hearing about it? No, not really. No, not really. Uh, Yeah. You know, during my time in Taiwan, that's uh, about 40 years ago. Actually, I heard about Thanksgiving uh, as a probably as the biggest holiday in the United States. But in Taiwan, okay, yeah, we, you know, nobody celebrates Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Nothing to thank, you know, <laughs> during that time. <laughs> in Taiwan, okay, the, 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 I think yeah, the biggest holiday okay, is Chinese Lunar Year. Mm. You know, celebration can lasting uh, less than a week. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's a couple of weeks there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then when you came to the U.S., do you remember your first time, like, encountering Thanksgiving celebration? Uh, wow. When I came to U.S., uh, was in Texas, yeah, in the school, okay, in Texas. We have uh, this uh, Chinese uh, 
student association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think you know we have a group celebration for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the students, right, then they were invited okay, by their host family or their American friend mm-hmm. to join okay, their Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, but your daddy, yeah, I wasn't lucky, you know. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't invited. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, You're... just uh, stay, yeah, you know, stay along okay, in the in the in the apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first celebrations, as far as I can remember, it is uh, uh, probably in San Francisco. When I moved to San Francisco, and uh, then Thanksgiving in that year. Uh, I was invited by Uncle Jack. Oh yeah. Yeah, his sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah his sister and uh, his brother-in-law and his sister's uh, husband's right. Mm-hmm. His sister's husband is American. Oh okay. So yeah, Thanksgiving, you know, it's a it's a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. So they throw a uh, a large party in their home. So I was invited. Mm-hmm. And then uh, probably that's the first time that I had turkey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what year yeah. was that? Nineteen seventy seventy eight, I think. Nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. Oh, seventy seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember exactly. So then, after that, did you more regularly go to Thanksgiving celebrations? No, not really. Not really. Not really until. Uh, I get married. Yeah, mm-hmm. I married your mother, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, we start. You know, uh, have th- some Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving is the holidays, right? Yeah. So you know, we all in yeah relax and enjoy. You know, then we we'll prepare something. You know, just have uh, yeah. Sometimes then uh, we have dinner together with Uncle Mike. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you know the. We just have a, a small, you know, Thanksgiving party at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys cook American food or Chinese food? Uh, Chinese food. <laughs> I see. Yeah, they, they uh, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I never learned how to cook American food. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then you guys continue to sell because when Patricia and I were younger, we still like every year celebrate Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, usually we just you know bought turkey, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, from uh, you know the supermarket. Right? Did you think, or why do you think it was? Because even though we were not like we're Chinese and we're living in America, and but you guys didn't grow up celebrating Thanksgiving. So then, when you raised your family, why did you think it was important to celebrate? Yeah, yeah the you know uh, pretty much as you know we the immigrant states, right? Mm-hmm. So we should respect, you know, the, their local culture right? to see, yeah, you know, when they have Thanksgivings, right? And also, okay, yeah, it is a great day, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 most American. I think uh, Thanksgiving probably is a is a similar to okay, the Chinese Lunar Year. It's mm-hmm. a time, you know, have the whole family getting together. And then, so you were saying when we were little, you uh, we would just like buy turkey or have Chinese food. What would you say? Now is our family tradition for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, uh, sure. This is, uh, I think, you know, uh, we have, uh, you know, have the whole family getting together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but for this year, yeah, as you know, like the pandemic, you know, so, yeah. but I think uh, the Thanksgiving, it is a big day. 
know, mm-hmm. let's yeah, to get together, especially I see you and uh, Patricia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we usually now we still kind of focus more on Chinese food, like hot pot, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Because uh, turkey, I I never enjoy turkey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe I'm too selfish. Yeah. But if you and Patricia, right, yeah, you want to, you know, bring uh, to bring turkey or you want to cook turkey. Yeah, that's fine with me. You know? Yeah. Well, we never, yeah, I don't think Patricia uh, really I, I enjoys turkey really either. I don't really enjoy turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would rather have the, uh, uh, the Chinese roasted duck. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, turkey, the meat is too rough. <laughs> yeah. Usually turkey is more dry. Yeah, that's right. So then for, for mm-hmm. you and mommy, like because you started celebrating Thanksgiving, like after you came to the U.S., so it's like adopting a new tradition or a new holiday when you're a little bit older in life, right? Versus as like a young, like from something that maybe that you celebrated with your parents. How did it feel to take on kind of a new holiday or new tradition as like a older age in life? Uh, like older, what aging? Asian? Older, when you're kind of older uh-huh. to take on a new kind of tradition or celebration versus say like Chinese New Year or other holidays because usually, I guess, like, for holidays, a lot of times you look to tradition for what you learned when you were younger in your family, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, you come to a new place, and they have their other, like, a, a new type of tradition, and then you have to kind of adopt it when you're, or to start uh, celebrating kind of when you're older. Yeah. How did mm-hmm. it feel? Was it very easy for you to accept? Or sometimes, maybe do you feel like you had more yeah. freedom to kind of, like, Celebrate how sure, you yeah. wanted, or yeah, to me, you know, holiday is holiday, mm-hmm. right? you know. So, uh, basically, yeah, you just enjoy, you know, relax, right? Enjoy the holiday time together with your family, whether it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm-hmm. Chinese Lunar Year, uh, of course, Chinese Lunar Year, you know, uh, most of business still opens, right? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you know, you, you don't, uh, you don't have a lot of time uh, mm-hmm. relaxing at home. Uh, but for Thanksgiving, Christmas, right? Uh, it's, uh, you know, you have time off, right? Mm. So, yeah, it's time okay, to relax, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy, okay, you know, with your family members. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, almost like because you get to celebrate, well, I guess mm-hmm. now because you live in mm-hmm. or being in the U.S. and then they don't necessarily as like an economy recognize Lunar New Year, right? So then mm-hmm. you end up mo- more focused on the holidays that they like where your work you get time off and everything and you still get to the same concept to celebrate time with family that's right mm-hmm. so besides thanksgiving how about like um like christmas did you celebrate is christmas something that's celebrated in china and taiwan uh, christmas uh yep yeah, in taiwan uh, usually christmas eve right uh, there's, a, there's a lot of parties there Mm. Yeah, when I was in Taiwan, you know, yeah, studying in the junior uh, high school and also in the college, Christmas Eve is a big thing. Yeah, mm. because there's a you know, we always go to some party, you know, uh, we call it a dancing party. Oh. Right? <laughs> and then, yeah, and then this is you know uh, probably the best time yeah, to meet uh, uh, some girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then, yeah, sometimes, yeah, you have parties, right? You invite, you know, uh, your partner, uh, mm-hmm. 
yeah, and go to the party and so on. It is a big thing. It is good mm. to me. Okay, uh, also mm. to 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 my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, well, we didn't go to church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, yeah, a lot of, okay, you know, my friends, they also, okay, they are Christians, right? They, they went to church, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. in, in Taiwan versus then when you came to the U.S., were there big differences in the way that they that you found that people celebrate Christmas? Uh, in U.S., right, Christmas, you usually you at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, together with your family. Yeah. And uh, the New Year, you right, usually uh, uh, you go out sometimes, mm-hmm. you go to nightclub. Yeah, I have a, uh, some party there. Mm-hmm. So this is quite different from, uh, you know, the celebration in Taiwan. Mm, Taiwan, so- okay, yeah, New Year Eve, yeah, sometimes, yeah, they all throw some party. Right? But New Year Eve, uh, at least during my time, right? uh, it happened to be a time, you know, you, you stay with your families. Oh, so it's reverse. Have some, yeah, have some dinner. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, have dinner uh, with your family and so on. And then Christmas Eve is a time that you go out and dance with your friends and celebrate. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, this is my experience in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may not okay, uh, represent, okay, uh, you know, <laughs> the most of people <laughs> there. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Thank you, Daddy. Uh, no problem. Yeah. Okay, that's Asian Bosker, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Wish you all, okay, you know, uh, the best luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy, you know, uh, I think uh, you, yeah, you girls okay, did okay, a great job. Oh, thank you, Daddy. Uh, keep up, keep up. Okay. Keep up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. It was pretty fascinating to have this conversation with my dad because, um, you know, like obviously because holidays are a family gathering, like we've talked about kind of the experience of Thanksgiving and Christmas, but I've never asked him like how he learned about it. And so I, I learned about stories that or like his experiences that I did not know. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> It's, it's nice to have like a, a dad's voice on here yeah. too. I think we always talk about like ABMs, <laughs> Asian boss moms, but like ABDs too, yo, they exist. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I loved how um, yo, your dad got jokes. How he said like, <laughs> there's nothing to think in Taiwan. I was like, yeah, that's, that's funny. But also like what your dad was saying where he said we should respect the local culture. That mm-hmm. is very similar to what my mom said about do as the locals do. So yeah. it's, yeah, there's like a different mindset, I guess, when you are immigrating to another place. You could you could be very headstrong and hold your, you know, your identity high, um, or you can do as the locals do. And mm-hmm. that sounds like a similar experience that both of our parents had. Yeah. yeah. And I, I also found it interesting, Janet, that your dad, he mentioned that like, we, even when he first immigrated here, he really didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. And my heart was like, oh, no, he was like, because I wasn't invited. I was like, oh, man. But <laughs> oh, then I know. He, yeah, right. But then he mentioned how when it's when he actually got married and started having kids, that that's when they started having turkey as a meal. Yeah, more regular celebrations. I think it's really like endearing that our parents want to like, again, carry this tradition for their children, you know, versus right. like before he, he didn't want to, or he's like, I don't like turkey. But now yeah. it seems like he doesn't like turkey. I liked how he said, I never enjoyed turkey. I'm too selfish. <laughs> so like, he'd rather have, didn't he say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, because yeah. basically saying like, you know, we don't have turkey and it's like, he usually, he is kind of the more like food forward person in our home. So usually it's like whatever he wants is what we end up like eating or celebrating. So Mm. I think he's, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. He's Uh, not a fan of turkey, yeah. I love how my mom has like the same sentiments. Like I'd rather have Chinese roasted duck or chicken than turkey. (laughs) Very similar. Also, just like hearing your dad, it made me reflect on like when I travel to other countries, just feeling like you have to adapt 
just adapt mm. to the culture. I remember when I was in India celebrating Diwali, when I was in Spain, the Fiesta de San Fermin or whatever, that was the running of the bulls. So it's, you just kind of accept what is your, in, within your surroundings and just adapt to it. And just hearing your dad talk just brought me back to times of when I traveled. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was also interesting. I think I heard your mom uh, mention this as well, Helen, that Chinese Lunar New Year mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. they, like, that is a holiday that they relate Thanksgiving the most to, right? Like the, yeah. the time when you celebrate. And, um, and I heard your mom mention this as well, which is something my dad said that I never thought about is because Western culture, you know, like economically we recognize Thanksgiving, we take time off from work. And of course, Chinese Lunar New Year, they don't, right? So they end up like kind of like using Thanksgiving as a time to celebrate Lunar New Year because they have the time to spend with their family. Right. Yeah. yeah. Actually, when my, yeah. my mom first said that on the podcast, I was like, mom, don't be spitting lies on here. Like, is that true? <laughs> but it's to hear your dad repeat that was, yeah. I, I was, it's very eye opening and, and it makes sense. Like Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year isn't a holiday that is celebrated in a way where you, you people are given time off at their jobs. So it makes sense that Thanksgiving and Christmas are the only times where the rest of America is taking a day off and it's a time Mm -hmm. for, for us to, you know, celebrate together. Uh, Yeah. That, that, that is new information to me. Yeah. I think for me, when I hear that statement, both from your mom and from um, Janet, your dad, it actually brought me back to when I used to work in fast fashion and a lot of our vendors came from China so whenever February or January rolled around, we knew not like they would not be responding because they knew everyone in that area would be taking time off. So I was just like, oh, like mm. for me as an Asian American, I was like, oh shoot, like that is like a huge holiday mm-hmm. over there in motherland. But here we just kind of like, oh, like okay, like oh, you see the ads and like we go to Nine Nine Ranch, you see all like the uh, the cookies and stuff are out, but then we don't really recognize that how significant it is compared to like Thanksgiving for us here. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So I was right. like, oh, we should um ask for Chinese New Year off. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, my like my old job, they would say if you wanted to take a day off, it's it's fine. Like they they do try oh, and recognize oh, wow. that it's not you know a firm wide recognized holiday or whatever. But right. uh, within our like small teams, if you I think, but you have to tell them like, oh, it's Chinese New Year is this day. I'm like, oh, are you taking that day off? Are you celebrating with your family? How are you celebrating? So there's more forgiveness there um, mm. to take a day off. So if anyone is listening and they think that they want to take time off for Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year ask your employer because they're probably going to be open to it. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. That's great. It's a good educational thing too. Yes. yes. Last thing I want to say about Janet's dad, I was literally laughing so hard when he was like, yeah, uh, Christmas Eve is a big holiday. It's the best time to meet some girls. <laughs> yeah. Yo, daddy win. Dad. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. My, my, I guess my dad was really into dance parties as he <laughs> mentioned. Sounds, uh, sounds familiar. As is Janet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where oh, I get it I have like <laughs> visuals of him breaking it down on the dance floor now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening, hi. Hi, dance dad. <laughs> hi, Mr. Wang. <laughs> yeah. Skillshare is a sponsor of today's episode of Asian Boss Girl. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. They offer thousands of classes on topics including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. Their content is curated specifically for learning, meaning there are no ads, and they're always launching new premium classes. As the unofficial webmaster at ABG, I've taught myself some basic skills. Thank you, Google, but would love to deepen my knowledge in this space. One class that is on my to-do list is The Basics of Web Design Layout. Learn how to describe your design with HTML and CSS by Rich Armstrong. 
Skillshare believes that a strong community is essential to personal growth, and here at ABG, we completely agree. At Skillshare, you can tap into the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com ABG10, and the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare Premium Membership. Again, the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare Premium Membership. Head to Skillshare.com ABG10. One of the things about ABG that we love is the opportunity to create content to share with you all. Like us, we know a lot of our listeners love flexing their creative muscles through imaginative side hustles and creative hobbies. So today, we wanted to share with you Issue, an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or anyone that wants to make eye-catching content. And Issue makes it super easy. Simply upload your PDFs and files, and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content you want. With Issue, you create it once and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and social platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and they can even help you make animated Instagram stories too. Get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you'll get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code ABG. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code ABG at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code ABG. This year's holiday season will look different for many of us. For me, one thing I really love about my family gatherings is hearing my mom's childhood stories growing up in Hawaii. However, just because our gatherings will not be the same, that shouldn't stop us from feeling close and learning about our family history. That's why this year, I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family members different story prompts like, were you involved in any organizations in high school? Reading these weekly stories is fun and allows our family to feel close. With this question, I learned my mom was in the science club, which surprised me since she now works in finance and never talks about science. After one year, StoryWorth will compile your stories, including photos, into a beautiful book that's shipped for free. I definitely plan on passing this book down to my children so they can understand where our family comes from and how we're shaped by the stories from the people that came before us. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com abg. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com abg for $10 off. It was a, a really nice conversation to have with my dad on his uh, ABG podcast debut. Um, and now we're going to hear from Miss Melody and Mama Chen. Woo. Okay, so mom, we want to ask, I want to ask you about your experience learning about Thanksgiving. You know, obviously you immigrated here when you were 14. How did you hear about Thanksgiving? So as when I first came to this country, of course, Thanksgiving is a big holiday um, in America. It's same as to me, it's like a Chinese New Year, our Lunar New Year family get together. Um, of course, we learned it since when I came to this country, there's all this advertisement or a school, they talk about it. Mm. But since I was living with my aunt, we don't really eat a lot of American food. I have no idea. Of course, you're seeing ads and people eating turkey, but we don't eat that. Until actually, I remember was, it might be the first or second year um, my aunt has this, their couple, this friends from actually California, but they have a home in Hawaii. And so every time they go to Hawaii, when they visit my aunt, them, they decide they know that we're a new immigrant, just mm-hmm. new to the country. 
So the couple offered to come over to my aunt's house saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to cook you. This is what we do in our family, this traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Still, as of today, I remember, I always tell people that was the best meal because in my mind, eating turkey is very different because I remember I had turkey when I was back in Taiwan. And it was at like, I think one of my, I think my grandpa, grandma's countryside. The way they cook it is like the steamed chicken. They chop it off oh. and you dip it in like a soy sauce. So to me, eating turkey is not a big deal. It's like so dry mm. until this friends of my aunt, I call them Uncle Jack and Auntie Judy. They made from the scratch. I mean, when I say scratch, like even mashed potato, mm. I mean, you name it. So they had this full feast of turkey, gravy, you know, they even, I think they even baked biscuit, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I always remember, I really, I, and to be honest with you, I, I did it myself. It's a lot of work since now we're not as, we don't have that many people in our family. It's, it is a lot of work to do it, but I still love to have that one meal a year, that traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Um, so I've been, I've been spending at one of my very good friends here in the Bay Area. She always invite us over for her house that one day. And so again, it's, it's, it's a love to have that Thanksgiving meal. Well, I'm also curious, like, cause I don't remember growing, I don't remember this part when I was young, but when you started having kids like Brandon and me, did you want us to make sure we were able to celebrate Thanksgiving as a, for the first time? Like, do you remember when I was one or two or when Brandon was born, like was Thanksgiving a big holiday for you, for, for you to want to pass down to us? You know, for Thanksgiving, to be honest with you, when you guys were a kid, I think you guys enjoy more for Christmas, the matter of the fact that you actually get present. You know, I think yeah. Christmas is a is a big holiday, especially for little kids. They really enjoy Thanksgiving. I think you guys probably don't remember because to be honest with you, for Thanksgiving, mainly like just eating a turkey meal. That's about mm-hmm. the holiday. I know it's another meeting is for family to get together, but I think with our family, we do celebrate. I mean, it's for family get together, like getting your uncle, them, your Jojo, my brother, the family over. I think mainly we get together around Christmas time. Mm, gotcha. That makes sense. Well, I think so. It seems like, you know, Thanksgiving's not as big of a holiday for us versus I think Christmas is. Would you say, um, again, when Brandon and I were born, did you want to make, did you want us to celebrate or feel like the Christmas, you know, the magical like holiday feeling of Christmas? Did you want to make sure your kids had that feeling? Yes. I still remember when you were young. I don't know if you remember, we used to have a fireplace. I think you were maybe like two or three years old. And then we would think the Santa would come through the chimney. Yeah. And I would have like a play with cookie and a glass of milk after you go to bed and I would actually eat the cookie and drink the milk. And so make you think that actually sometimes, so we actually still follow that tradition, the American tradition for you yeah. guys when you were young, as I'm sure all the uh, children here, as they growing up, they don't really believe Santa anymore. Yeah. I, it's funny because mom, I remember one year distinctly that putting out cookies, I still remember putting out cookies or that one year. And the next day I was like, oh my gosh, they ate it. It's like the, I think even mom, you also did the tooth fairy thing for me too, right? Or did you do the tooth fairy? I, I think we I, did it uh, at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. I when I was younger, that. I actually remember that. That's funny. Yeah. I guess now a question is, you know, why was it important for you to make sure Brandon and I felt Christmas? Is it because as a kid, when you came over, you felt you've got to celebrate Christmas or in Taiwan and you wanted Brandon and I to feel that way as a parent or like, why did you want your children to celebrate or feel this like holiday type of, I guess, feel? Well, no, Christmas is pretty big, especially for children. Yeah. Um, again, I think this is, to me, it's more, especially in America, mm-hmm. 
back home in Taiwan, I think Christmas, they don't do as much as how we do, you know, your little give exchange and all that stuff when you were younger. In Taiwan, mainly it's more, um, how should, it's, a, it's a festive holiday, right? Yeah. You see the mall, you see the street decorate and stuff. Not really as American, it's more like a religious holiday. Mm. There's a difference. And of course, you guys, you guys were born here during the holiday time. You school, you know, teacher will go, you know, you guys will hear all this from the kids, from the school. Yeah. So I, I think to me, for you guys, I think Christmas is more important than Thanksgiving, I think. Mm, that's true. As, as you guys that. growing up. Yeah, that's true. But okay, so mom, like, I guess the question now is like, in terms of the holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving, so just in general, like, what is now a tradition in our household when it comes to the holidays? I would say right now, more is, well, especially you're actually away, you're not here. Yeah. So for me as a tradition, I just, we just need to find time for the family to get together. Honestly, it might be difficult. I would like to get, you know, like you're coming home for Christmas, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the family just get together to me. That's important. My last question is, um, how did you, did you celebrate any like other Western holidays? Like, you know, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, any, just like, I'm trying to think any other Western holidays in Taiwan. Like when you were like, do you remember as a kid? Um, again, when I think I remember Christmas again, it's just a holiday. It's America. It's a very Western holiday. I just remember if you want to ask me as, as I was growing up again, I came to this country when I was 14. Yeah. So I think it was when I was younger, it's actually Halloween. It's weird because I grew up in a in town in Tiamu where there's a lot of American troops. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of American family and they have like, actually um, they have, uh, what is that called? We have, ch- we have American church. Uh-huh. So, so they have those uh, missionary. Yeah. Missionary. Mm-hmm. That's what called missionary. So they would, they would, as a as a kid, they would offer us, you know, we would go there because they would give us candies and cookies just to get us to go to the church and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they would do hollow. They would actually would do Halloween. I remember they give us candies and stuff. Yeah. So now what's very funny is actually in Taiwan, uh, Tianmu now is this is, they host it. Actually, you can Google it. It's the biggest Halloween party. It's bigger than here. I was surprised. I saw the news. People really dress up. Mm-hmm. And people come everywhere just to come to Taipei, uh, go to Tiamu and doing Halloween. And even the shops, people work at the shop, they dress up, they pass out candies and stuff. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's big. It's a big, it's the biggest. If you just Google, there's a lot of actually YouTubers. They actually just purposely take their kids to go to Tiamu um, for this Halloween event. Oh, that's really cool. Maybe I'll, I mean, I'll yes. check that out one of these years. That's really cool. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like you, you kind of came over at an older age, 14. Um, I think you didn't like, spend a lot of like older, like your other teenage years in um, Taiwan, celebrate other Western holidays. Do you remember your first Christmas in Hawaii then? My first Christmas in Hawaii. Yeah, I think it's, again, it's my aunt, uncle's house. And I think grandpa and grandma was with us. So yeah, they, my grandpa, actually, my grandpa, mm-hmm. your great grandpa, my grandpa was, grandpa, grandma was with us. So yeah, my aunt got us, we all got a present. We got, we got one present and I, and got they got a tree yeah so, but again it's different because i'm already a high schooler right so oh, it's like I, I believe there's no santa i know yeah. this is just the regular christmas i think again it's very different from a teenage point or versus yeah. a kid yes if right. i would have come to this country i was only a toddler maybe i do believe in santa but i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true. you know it's, it's different right so to me i honestly if you ask me do i i still do i have a big 
good memory of that. I shouldn't say no, but I, to me, just, I don't even remember. I just only remember is that Thanksgiving meal. I always telling people that, that mm. Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving, my first, very first Thanksgiving meal is, it's always, I always remember that. Nice. I actually didn't even know about that story. That's really cool. All right. Well, my mom is back on the pod. It's been since what season one or two that she came and talked about her immigration story. So it's nice to have her back on. I think similarly to like both you ladies, I learned, I learned something new from this conversation. Like, I didn't know about her first Thanksgiving story at all. Like, I didn't know about Uncle Jack and Auntie Gigi. I was like, who, who that? Yeah. I thought that was funny that, yeah, my dad also, his first Thanksgiving meal was with an Uncle Jack. So when, she, when I heard Uncle Jack, <laughs> oh, I was like, really? Oh, <laughs> is yeah. it the same Uncle Jack? Yeah, <laughs> we both have the same Uncle Jack. Y'all related? <laughs> <laughs> I loved hearing your mom's voice. She yeah. is, like, such a supportive ABM. She always shows up to our events. She's amazing. Uh, I know you're listening right now. So hello. Hello, Mama Chen. <laughs> But I think also to just what we were saying earlier, the fact that your mom also said that Thanksgiving is like a Lunar New Year get together, that is just, that is like the mind blowing piece of information that I'm getting from this podcast right now. Yeah, it was also fascinating. She had similar sentiments about turkey, that it's dry. And then (laughs) she was, um, you know, not not the biggest fan. And and interestingly, also, I think, Mel, because your mom, um, you know, she came to the US like younger, Mm -hmm. uh, she seemed to emphasize Christmas a lot, right? For yeah. similar reasons, though, for like with Helen's mom and my dad, where they talked about kind of the importance of assimilating to the culture or like wanting to bring that to your children. For your mm-hmm. mom, that was the focus of Christmas. Right. And I thought it was so cute when she was like, oh, yeah, we used to like, you know, we did the tree and then I would like put out cookies and I would eat them, pretend I was yeah, 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 yeah. or something. There's a real effort to want to um, push forward these traditions and these holidays for your children so that they understand yeah. the cultural aspect of or how to be kind of like, you know, learn about the American way. I think one common thing I heard between all our parents was like that these holidays, yeah, it's like significant because like it's definitely trying to assimilate to the culture. But to them, ultimately, these holidays, these holidays bring our family together in one in one table to like hang out and like sit down and talk. Because like my mom mentioned how like, you know, now we're getting older, it's harder to like bring everyone together. So these holidays are really like really important just for us to be having a meal together, something we did every day as as a kid, you know. Yeah. I thought it was also interesting when she said that, you know, Thanksgiving wasn't something she wanted to pass down because Christmas was more for the kids. You actually get Mm. presents and there's more activity to it than Thanksgiving, which is mainly eating a turkey meal, which apparently no one likes anyway, right? (laughs) So that like makes complete sense where, you know, it's, it's mostly for the family. It's mostly to see the kids happy. Um, yeah. and that, that, that means, you know, there's more things to do around Christmas, the decorations, the Christmas tree, the presents and all of that. It was funny when she said as a high, like she coming over as a high schooler, she didn't believe in Santa anymore. She just understood yeah. the spirit of Christmas. And I was like, Oh, she was robbed you know? of that, of that feeling of believing in Santa. Yeah. I forget that she came here in high school. It's like, yeah, in high school, like, Oh, you don't believe in Santa? It's like, duh, no shit. None of us <laughs> yeah, believe yeah. in Santa in, yeah. in high school. But Helen, I know how your mom said like, for Christmas, you get you gave you you're given home ball instead of toys. I think that's just a very common Asian thing. Like it is, growing yeah. up, I know my mom would celebrate Christmas when I was a kid. She'd like buy me presents, but grow after like a certain age, all I got was like red envelopes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That probably and- sounds so weird to people who are not uh, <laughs> Chinese Taiwanese. Like to get home bows, just get give kids give a five year old money. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> but and that's like another reflection of how kind of you know being. Like for, for coming from Asian culture, you kind of mix the idea of a holiday, right? So it's like mm. because we know Chinese Lunar New Year. So when in, in U.S., if it's like the equivalent is kind of like, you know, Christmas, then you start to kind of like blend what is celebrate or what we practice for Chinese New Year. You kind of do it during Christmas. That's maybe. true. Oh. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Huh. I mean, yeah, that's how I started my bank account. It, it really is. So I'm like, 
thanks mom all these toys it is you know same, mom, same. Been donated and gone yeah yeah which i thought i mean and that's also a reflection of kind of like of asian culture too right like okay what is the greatest gift you can give to the kid it's not necessarily something they're going to celebrate in the moment but it invests in their future <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, that yeah. sounds so sad <laughs> Yeah, I guess the way that I see it, Thanksgiving for us was, you know, less so to celebrate this traditional American Thanksgiving food, but more so to reflect on what we're grateful for and to just spend time eating all of our favorite foods with our close family. And I think what's really cool now as an adult is that we can be more reflective. Like Thanksgiving really shows the true blend of cultures for our identity as Asian Americans. I remember being kind of embarrassed that my family didn't celebrate Thanksgiving the traditional way. But I think hearing the stories that we received from our listeners and learning from my friends, you both, that Thanksgiving for, you know, for us never really looked like they did in the storybooks and movies either, made me start to see Thanksgiving in a different light. It's sort of like a like a mirror reflecting back on mm. us, our true dual identity as Asian Americans, having like the mix of foods and cultures on the table, which represents, you know, this blend of modern American and immigrant Chinese traditions. And I think that's so cool. Yeah, you know, I think back to when I was a child and my image of Thanksgiving and Christmas and how I really now upon reflection had kind of a dual like Mm -hmm. celebration experience because, you know, when I was in school, they do all the kind of more traditional American things, right? During Thanksgiving, you do like the turkey art Mm -hmm. projects and things like Mm -hmm. that. And then during Christmas, we're doing all the like things around holidays and and that kind of a thing. And then I'd go home and our celebration was just, it was Mm -hmm. like gathering as a family with some hodgepodge of like elements of American, but not a lot. And then now as I've gotten older and I'm not in a, you know, formal school environment, more and more my celebration and image of Thanksgiving and Christmas is whatever is in my family, my home. And it just, it comes down to just spending time together. And yeah, Yeah. like the the turkey decorations, all that, like slowly we just stopped incorporating Mm -hmm. those elements and it just comes down to having like defined time where you can be together and you kind of be able to shut down the rest of the world Mm -hmm. and the rest of your day-to-day schedules. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about Thanksgiving too, my mom was mentioning how, um, as we got older, she kind of stopped being the host and she like go to different friends' house, kind of like just kind of, she'll change it up every year. And I talked to my brother, I was like, you know, I think even now as like children of immigrants, I want to set the new tradition for our family. Like we can, we have that agency to do so now because, you know, I think we are the blend of Western and Eastern, but how can we create this blended tradition for the families and for our children, you know, as we grow up? So that's something I actually think about too. So now that we shared our personal experiences around celebrating Western holidays from an Asian cultural background, we also polled our listeners on our Instagram stories about how they celebrate Western holidays at home. And here are some of the responses that we received. Every 13 celebrates by having hot pot and spring rolls. Oh my God, those are two of my favorite types of foods. That sounds delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarchua, I hope I said that correctly. Sarchua said duck and hot pot, which I'm a big fan of hot pot. So I'm on the same page with you there. Yes. And Fiery Sky says, no my fun, which is sticky rice. And that represents sticking together, representing solidarity within the family. So yeah, mm. sticky rice is a big one. Oh, wow. That was one of my favorites when I was young. That just took me back. <laughs> mm. uh, Lizzie View, we do our Hmong New Year where we give thanks to our ancestors and pray for good luck. Mm. Oh, mm. I like that. Lindsay Wang says, Peking duck and lobster instead of turkey. Yes. Yo. Ooh, actually, my mom, my mom did do lo- like one lobster per person this past Thanksgiving. <gasps> oh my God. What? Gathering. Surf and turf. Surf and yeah. turf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, we actually, do you remember, Jenna? We had, we had lobster at Helen's at Lunar New Year last year oh that's right oh yeah, so yeah. good yeah. oh really okay yeah my mm-hmm. family's big on lobster east coast fresh yeah. lobster Ugh. all right leland 019 said thanksgiving isn't an excuse to not have rice with dinner 
Mm. Mm. Very true. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we normally have rice because there's so much other food on the table. That's true. Ah. But yes, rice absorbs a lot of the flavoring from the other foods. And Kelsey Kid, we celebrate Filipino Thanksgiving on Friday. Lots of pancit and chicken adobo. Mm. Mm. That sounds good. Oh, I love pancit. It's so good. Uh, in April, Lalicia said hot pot and crab legs. Yo, all this crustacean going on. I'm all for it. <laughs> Lily H. Lee says Korean food, galbi and fish and duenjang jjigae for dinner. Did I pronounce that right? I'm actually not sure what that is. I'll look it up. That Dwen sounds good. Jjigae. Yeah. Oh man, it's lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for joining in on today's episode. Our theme this December at Asian Boss Girl is from home to heart, heart to home. And we really did touch base back home with this one. I personally enjoyed hearing the discussions with our parents the most. It was their first time on our podcast, at least for mine and Jay's, and it's good to hear Mel's mom again. And so for all of you listening out there, I'd love to challenge you to ask your parents these types of questions this holiday season too. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves that our parents are human too, and they've been through way more than we could ever imagine. So we have a couple of shout outs to close out this episode. We have a shout out from Carol Yang to Anish and Chelsea, who are both turning 23 this month. We heard your whole friend group fell in love with the podcast ever since Carol shared the Poops and Periods episode and your fans of Deep Talks, Meditation, and Personality Tests too. Thanks for the love and support. We also have another shout out to Jen Lee from your friends Fiona, Song, and Liano wishing you a fabulous quarantine birthday. We love your sassy attitude and you are the definition of an Asian boss girl. If you'd like to send a shout-out to a friend, feel free to email shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com. That's shoutouts with an S, and we'll give them a shout-out. Again, that's shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com. For links and codes to partners we shared in today's episode, please see our show notes. And for more partnership discounts, head to our website. If you want to support us, here are some ways you can do so. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. And if you'd like to support us through monthly donations to help keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. We are also very active on social. Our handle is at asianbossgirl. If you resonate with our podcast, let us know in the comments of our Instagram posts what your Thanksgiving or Christmas celebrations are like at home. You can also find us on YouTube, where we've been answering your listener-submitted questions on a show called Dear ABG. It comes out every Sunday, so make sure to tune in. It's basically like our second podcast, but now you can put a face to our voices. Last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch you on the next episode. Bye! Bye.